Welcome to the Good Fail podcast, a guide from creatives on not giving up. I'm Marl, illustrator and founder of card and stationery company Marl Made Tales. And I'm Abra, writer, actor and hand letterer. We're bringing you a different perspective on what it looks like to succeed in the creative business and life in general as we navigate our own lives as creators and the struggle to keep going in the face of apparent failure. Every episode, we'll be delving deeper into our darkest fears surrounding failure and learning that we can not only survive failure, but succeed at it as well. So come join us doing the good fail. Hi, and welcome to another week of the good fail. Today, we want to dedicate this episode to raising awareness of mental health. Yeah, and to discuss how our mental health impacts on doing the good fail. But first, how have you been failing this week? Well, this week, it's probably better to ask how have we been failing, because we are doing a joint failure today. We are. (laughs) One big fat joint fail. Yes. (laughs) And it actually has something to do with this podcast. It does. Um, Because the episode that you listened to last week, if you listened to it last week, expect that you have, (laughs) um, was actually our second attempt at the episode. Yeah, we got, well, we probably didn't get as far as halfway through, but... A good third, one third through recording the episode before we just went, you know what? We're not feeling this right now. <laughs> this is a bit of a car crash. <laughs> and at the time, I really felt like, oh no, we're letting everyone down. We said that we were um, going to, you know, carry on through all the awkward moments and kind of present it as is. Non-perfect, not polished. Yes. And actually we just deleted the whole recording. Yes. <laughs> Started again the next day. Um, but I think we were just discussing this just before. Yeah. And we were saying, actually, sometimes you do need to realise when you are flogging the dead horse, as that horrible saying goes. Yeah. Um, you know, there's something to be said for realizing that you should start again mm-hmm. from scratch and that you can start again from scratch and it's okay. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the conclusion we came to in an attempt to make ourselves feel better <laughs> yeah. about the whole thing. <laughs> uh, which, you know, could be said to be doing the good fail because, you know, it's, it isn't the end of the world. And so often I feel like it is the end of the world. If I've put so much effort into something and then uh, something goes wrong and I have to start all over again. Yeah. I think there is something, like you say, there's something to be said for being able to say, actually, this isn't working. Yeah. Instead of marching on regardless. Yeah. You actually take a moment to say, hmm, actually, you know what? I could make this better for myself mm-hmm. uh, and I would be happier as a result. Yeah. Yes. And I think the problem was that we had written the plan for where we were kind of going with the episode mm. the day before. And so then when we got round to recording, we couldn't quite remember. Anything. We weren't fresh to it. 
it was in the afternoon as well. And, you know, we talked a bit about um, how it's good to know when you feel are feeling most productive and are most energetic about something. Yeah. And for us, that's always the late morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two hour window. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we were trying to record this at like five that's right. O'clock in the it afternoon. It was very late for yeah. us. Well past our working optimum. I think we were feeling extremely tired and jaded about the whole thing by then. So that's a good example of if we'd really thought about what we yeah. were doing. We were kind of feeling like, oh, we've got to push ourselves to get this done. And actually, if we'd just taken a moment to step back, we would have said, you know what, are we actually going to make the best job mm-hmm. of this? At this time in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and we could have saved ourselves having yeah, right. to start that recording. Yeah. We've done so. But in the circumstances, we did the right thing. Yes. Anyway, there you go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> A lesson to be learnt. Yeah. Um, hopefully we have learnt it. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, we have also been succeeding this week. We have. And it's also a joint success. It is. And also to do with the good fail. Oh, yeah. Oh, that worked out nicely. It did. (laughs) If you have followed us on Instagram, Mm -hmm. you have already seen, hopefully, that we have started a new project. Yes, which is connected to the good fail because... It's related to a previous episode we recorded from series one, which was called The Generosity of Gratitude. Absolutely. It uh, was called <laughs> Yes, it was. Tick, you got it right. <laughs> <Ka-ching>. <laughs> um, yes, we were talking about how um, practising gratitude um, can increase your generosity. Towards um, others. Towards and others. that, in turn, is part of doing the good fail exactly so we thought we should be practicing some of what we were preaching preaching. (laughs) not all of it guys but yes some of it (laughs) the good bits the good bits (laughs) um and we wanted to start something around gratitude yeah certainly for my part i'd never attempted to do do anything like keep a gratitude journal yeah partly because i'd seen you struggling with it. <laughs> and i was gonna say from my part <laughs> i had tried to keep a da- gratitude journal and although there was a lot to be said for the process um i hadn't got oh i hadn't noticed an awful lot that i'd got out of it yeah um but we came to the conclusion that maybe we should try doing something which is more visual for ourselves because we're very visual creative people and maybe it was the writing it down kind yes. of quite dryly in a journal that yeah. wasn't really doing anything for us yeah all of that long description to say <laughs> we have started a visual gratitude journal on our instagram page yes at the good fail so do go and have a look at our progress so far yeah it's really exciting we bought ourselves a little well they're not called polaroid cameras anymore but you'll know what we mean if we say a polaroid camera the the brand was instax mini 9 or something yeah yeah um so we bought ourselves one of those um and so every day or yeah we're attempting to do 
365 days of gratitude. Yeah. So we're finding one thing to be grateful for every day. We're taking a picture of it. Yeah. We are posting that picture up on Instagram so you can see what we're up to. Yeah. What we're grateful for. Yeah. Uh, hopefully feel inspired. Hopefully uh, we'll inspire ourselves. Yeah. We we want to document what the process does for us. Like mm-hmm. maybe we'll get something more out of doing it this visual way and... Um, We'll let you know about that. Yeah. Um, but maybe it'll inspire you to do something similar. Yeah. Or take a different approach. Yeah. It's all it's all out there. It's all possible. Yeah. We'll see what happens. For us, this has been a big success. It's been great to start it. Yeah. Feel really positive. Yeah. And uh, there we go, guys. Yes. I think that's us for our weekly failures and successes. And... We shall, can move on to our next topic. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, let's begin by asking, why are we tackling the subject of mental health on the Good Fail podcast? Yeah, it's a massive topic. And um, we mentioned last week that we were both feeling a bit intimidated by tackling such a massive topic. Yes. Um, Don't feel like we're going to get to all the nuances in just one episode. But For sure. I do feel like learning to, the, to do the good fail is about learning to develop a healthy mental attitude towards success and failure. Yes, yes, yes. So it's, it's kind of like a fundamental of um, doing the good fail. Yeah, I think in previous episodes mm. we've talked about the importance of having a resilient, compassionate, generous as we said, spoke about just yes. generosity, mindset um, in the journey to find acceptance and also possibilities in the future. Yeah, yeah. Uh, finding something and getting something out of failure requires you to feel that resilience inside yourself yes. to be able to look at something in a positive way um, as opposed to feeling completely crushed and broken. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, but of course, in you know what is becoming the good fail way, we also have to understand that it's not possible, um, you know, for us at this time at least, to maintain that mindset all of the time. Yes, and we mean we uh, in the, the greater we, but we as in personally, Merle and I, find it impossible to maintain that. Uh, generous compassionate resilient mindset of course 100 percent of the time yes because we're failing all the time we are um and do you think that's partly because of issues to do with mental health yes i do <laughs> you know um if you're going to be really honest with yourself um, as we it, try to be on as this we try podcast, to be, yes, I do think it has something to do with mental health issues. Um, I think we have suffered, possibly even continue to suffer from sometimes crippling anxiety um, and depression, kind of on and off. Yeah. Um, this all self-diagnosed. Yeah, we've never been. Neither of us have been to a doctor or been prescribed any medication 
um, and see a therapist. Yeah, any of that. So we can. We're just saying from um, what we've experienced is that we would call ourselves slightly depressive at times. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and I have noticed anxiety that holds me back from doing things. Yeah. Um, should we mention maybe an example of what yeah, we're talking about? Okay. The kind of thing that we mean? Yeah. Um, well, for instance, I think something I've even discussed on this podcast before um, was last year suffering from what I can only describe as depression. A, a bit of a kind of mini breakdown, like really minor, kind yeah. of just... Um, disintegrating self-belief and um yeah particularly because it came from such a high it definitely come off the back of a high at the beginning of 2019 um i won't go into the details because like i say i think i did discuss this before um but i had had a very a very strong start to 2019 Mm -hmm. i was feeling pretty good um and i don't really know what happened but it all came tumbling down Mm -hmm. um it kind of, it did kind of feel, I can only describe it as feeling like I'd kind of been running along and possibly not looking where I was going <laughs> and it yeah. just run straight into a brick wall or something, yeah. um, which knocked me down. And yeah, I did spend several months feeling pretty depressed, quite lost, not really knowing what direction I was going in, um, really having the motivation to do that much, spending days kind of when I was on my own in the house, wandering around, yeah, just not knowing what to do with myself. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, it didn't get to the stage where I couldn't even get out of bed, but um, I was very, yeah, just lost, I think, and just not really knowing what to do with myself. Um, How to progress with your business. Yeah. I think um, the biggest uh, impact that I saw was that you every every year up until that point I'd always really seen you developing your business year on year coming yeah. up with new ideas um, having fresh thoughts about uh, what products you wanted to try yeah. out like, what I or, wanted to focus on yeah yeah and and last year there was just like just the complete dead zone for a couple of months yeah, where you couldn't you just couldn't think of any direction that you wanted to take your business and you didn't have the motivation to you know make any progress in that area yeah I completely stopped on all my social media outlets and yeah I wasn't really doing much art um didn't develop any like you say like any new products or even you know print off some new cards or something so quite a low time for me and look it's quite hard to sometimes see it when you're in it, but afterwards, oh, yeah, definitely, I kind of look back on that. And I, was, I think I was pretty depressed. Right about <laughs> yeah. <that>. Uh, <laughs> um. So yeah, that's been my experience with depression. Yeah, and I definitely uh, suffer a lot with anxiety. Just in general, if there's something I can get anxious about, I will do. <laughs> 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 even yeah. if there's something which doesn't give me that much opportunity to get anxious about oh my God, I can I still find ways to get anxious about something I know. Um, and uh, sometimes 
it, it does actually have a very negative impact on my life not in not just in terms of it's not very nice to be going through it because obviously it's a very stressful experience feeling that anxious mm-hmm. but it does stop me from doing things um because yeah I'm always jumping 10 steps ahead thinking how disastrously something could go or kind of under the under the um total conviction that the outcomes the possible any possible outcome uh I'm not going to be able to somehow cope with it to deal with it yeah to deal with it and so I stop myself right at the beginning of the process so there's no opportunity for anything difficult or uncomfortable to come up yes I think maybe a good example is um bring up from recently was um when you were thinking about applying to the Shakespeare company and almost didn't the Shakespeare birthplace trust right in Stratford-upon-Avon who uh lovely rejection letter I got or email rather I got last week right which we were talking about (laughs) last week yeah (laughs) um uh, I actually almost didn't apply for that in the first place because I saw the job I saw the job advertised. I got so excited by the details because mm-hmm. it sounded like perfect. Perfect for me. It was to do with Shakespeare. It was about speaking Shakespeare every day to tourists who probably are really excited to be at these historic sites in Stratford-upon-Avon where yeah. um Shakespeare lived. And um it also had an element of kind of customer service, I guess. Yeah. Which is very much my background with my job, have been in retail yeah. and up until this point. Um, so, and I also, I volunteer at the Shakespeare Globe Theatre. Right, so you've got kind of good background knowledge Huge, as well. Yeah, I've really got a strong foundation of experience that would make me perfect for the job Mm -hmm. so I was super excited about it I really wanted to apply Mm -hmm. but then in my head I began thinking about all the things that would happen right once I got the job (laughs) it was (laughs) like I hadn't even got the I hadn't even got shortlisted for the interview at that point I hadn't gone to the interview at that point I hadn't been offered the job at that point you hadn't even applied. I hadn't at that even point. applied at that point. And I was already imagining the difficulties that would arise if when I got offered this job. Yeah. And it was um, going to one, possibly coincide with other jobs I was applying for, two, mean that I would have to hand in my notice at my current job. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to um, consider how I was going to continue um, commitments with uh, Pericles and Atelier Theatre Company, which mm-hmm. I'm I do work for on and off. Um, I would be going possibly on a half arranged trip to the US. Mm-hmm. in March which is exactly when the job was supposed to start 
And I was just imagining every single difficulty that could come up with all those things. Yeah. And it almost made me not apply. Yeah. And I witnessed the process. <laughs> and I can also say I've done that to myself before. Yeah. And I think even though I got rejected for the job, I'm still so pleased with myself for applying. Yeah. Because I managed to talk myself out of that. That cycle. That cycle. Yeah. And um, realised that so many things had to go right for me before I even got to the point. <laughs> where it could all start, where could going, all to start going pretty wrong. wrong. Yeah. Um, and so that was a massive, a massive experience for me, I guess, in terms of noticing that that was what was happening and being able to talk myself out of it. Um, but it's also a demonstration of the kind of thing that I'm going through with my anxiety and how that impacts on yeah positive my, action in your life yeah, yeah exactly and leads to a lot of missed opportunities yeah and hopefully I'm hoping other people do the same because I I mean I def can definitely say I do that yeah I'm hoping some of you guys out there also do the same <laughs> you can tell us we're not alone in this <laughs> yeah <clears throat> um so that's that's where that's where you're at. That's where I am at currently with um, this anxiety. Yeah. So we're probably both um, offering up examples of fairly mild um, symptoms, kind of mental health symptoms. In comparison to how I know, how bad I know it can get for some people. Yeah. Um, but everybody is different. So... Sure. Yeah. Everyone's got to face their own problems. Yes, exactly. Uh, how... How then? Sorry, I cut you. Yeah, off no, there. no, no. <laughs> Carry on. Okay, you we're smoothly transitioning, and I was gonna <laughs> start rambling on. Yeah, thanks for ruining transition, Amber. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was glaringly obvious. We're <laughs> going on to the next point. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Um, how can we begin to tackle that? Okay. Um, good question. I'm just reading from, <laughs> yeah. from our plan. So yeah. <laughs> you came up with the question there for us. <laughs> I'm just saying. That. Um, um, well, we've already said that the good fail is about developing a healthy mental attitude. But I think part the part of the process or part of the of why it's a healthy attitude to develop is also um acknowledging being able to acknowledge when you are suffering a mental health dip yes yes and knowing that that's okay <clears throat> yeah absolutely that's fundamental to um to the acknowledgement it's not acknowledging it and making you spiral further out of control because you're you, you feel, feel bad you feel it. so bad yeah it's about acknowledging it and going this is okay that i'm in this space yes so if you are currently suffering from a mental health crisis and have acknowledged that, yes, then congratulations! Yay! I wish we had some of those yeah, poppers, party poppers, poppers and poppers. little like a little trumpet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we could just whip out now. <laughs> yeah, just imagine it. Yeah, you are succeeding at doing the good fail. Woohoo! So if you feel like you're failing at everything else, there is one thing which you are definitely succeeding at. Yes. And that's doing the good fail. Mm -hmm. So, acknowledging the problem is 
the first step in tackling mental health or the first big step. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. For instance, um, when I was suffering that anxiety that was leading me almost to not applying for a job which I would be perfect for Mm -hmm. um, and that had all the qualifications to do, um, what helped me get through that was being able to acknowledge this is my anxiety yeah that is making me feel like this it's not actually because I wouldn't be able to handle the situations if they came up it's my anxiety talking and because I've read some literature on like positive thinking and um and that kind of thing I had steps in process and resources at my disposal that I could use to kind of talk myself out of that situation yeah so definitely kind of reading some self-help books things like things that give you good resources Mm -hmm. to back you up I think um and listening to this podcast even yeah (laughs) we'd like to think (laughs) could help you give you the resources you need to um, get yourself out of when things um, go south. Mm -hmm. Another example um, that just happened to me recently um, was around, uh, I guess, must be two or three weeks ago now, just at the beginning of the year. And um, we were doing some attention setting and that had led on to setting a few to-do lists of um, things that we wanted to get done a longer term and also like short-term to-do lists like what we wanted to get done in the next week or whatever and I felt so good on day one when we sat down we were writing all these to-do lists and I was um, got to the end of the day and I already had some of them ready to tick off because I'd already done it And I was like, this is great. I feel so prepared and ready Mm -hmm. for this year. And I've got some good practical things that I can achieve and achieve quickly so that I can feel like I'm really getting things done. Second day, next day, nothing had happened. Nothing had changed. Um, I felt the exact opposite of what I'd been feeling the day before. I woke Mm -hmm. up and I looked at that list. And it didn't fill me with joy that I was I was going to achieve all these things. Yeah, it felt filled me with absolute dread and just despair at the tra- trajectory of my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, probably I'm not going to get half of these things done. If I do try and get them done, it's probably not going to pan out for me. Like all these things, like I should have achieved all this stuff already and got all this stuff out of the way. Um, So I just felt like complete opposite. And at that point, I was kind of, I was just suffering from a little dip. Um, Yeah. A little kind of mental health dip. Nothing very dramatic. Um, But in cases like this, like when I've come uh, to a situation and instead of feeling really resilient and and powerful and um, ready to take something on, I've come at it feeling just totally, I wouldn't say totally broken, but you know what I mean? Just yes. like fragile and um, easily broken. Yes. 
yeah. <laughs> kind of quite tentative sure. and unsure yeah. about taking those steps. Um, and at that point, what I needed mm-hmm. was self-care and fellow support. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, Merle offered amazing fellow support and was really good. Well, what can I say? (laughs) (laughs) Partly because she was the one who said to me, actually, Abro, it's okay for you to feel really not in a good place about this right now. And instead of trying to like soldier on through the tears and the kind of like, I'm never going to get any of this done. (laughs) It's like, just take a step back from the situation. Sure. I mean, I actually can't remember exactly what I said to you. I I was like, I did. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I remember is at one point just feeling like I'd been talking at you for like 10 minutes. (laughs) Trying to give you this kind of self-empowering pep talk about how it was all okay. Um, But yes, I think that is kind of... What finally got through to me was when you were like, okay, actually, Abra, just take a step back from this. Don't try and make yourself... Yeah. um, power through when you're feeling this bad just take take some time off at that stage and this was completely coming from actually um what i had come to realize from my whatever you want to call it depression the year before um was that actually it becomes counterproductive to carry on in in that state state yeah you actually get you don't get anything done or if you do get anything done it's pretty useless yeah useless work yes (laughs) you know it's just completely you're better off taking that time off and then coming at it again with fresh perspective yeah um anyway i'm glad that helped you out (laughs) it did it it really did because the next day i was you know back to feeling like you could handle like i could handle things again um so it's good to realize that doing something like taking the day off slash the, the week, week off, off if you need it yeah um a couple of months off i don't yeah whatever i mean sometimes obviously you're not in the position to be able to do that but you know if you can and you need yeah to. um we've binge watched like the whole series of rupaul's drag race oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um self-medicating with a whole bar of chocolate yes <laughs> These are all legit ways of administrating some much needed self-care. Mm-hmm. And yes. do it. Don't need to feel guilty about um, spending the time on yourself, eating that whole bar of chocolate. Yeah. That's going to go straight to your thighs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Do it. And um, if that makes you feel feel better, then then that's totally... If that's going to lead to you... Like you were saying, the next day you felt like you could suddenly... Yeah. ...tackle it again. Obviously, if that's going to take you down into a spiral of just eating chocolate bars and binge watching TV. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So this is really important, like, um, extension of this theory or this this topic is that um, in the case of a much bigger mental crisis where actually um, a bar of chocolate isn't going to sort things out. It isn't quite going <laughs> to cut it. It isn't going to cut it. Yeah. You don't feel suddenly like you can tackle things after you've spent a day on the sofa. Yeah. Um, that it's 
very important to take yourself seriously enough to seek professional help. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and do we have any other advice? Uh, well, it has almost become a tradition on this podcast for us to produce uh, about this point in the show a mini tricks and tips section. I know, right? That's what I was thinking. Let's on it. I think in the case of mental health, we are going to have to gracefully bow out of this one. Yes. Um, let's just say mm-hmm. that um, there are professionals who are much better qualified and in a better position to offer the advice you need you know we yeah. we can hand out the the kind of the self-care stuff yeah we can talk about our own experiences and how we have dealt with them uh, or continue to deal with them um but when it comes to bigger um mental health issues we don't know we don't know it's just so personal to every single person um, and obviously, you know, the examples we've been given, giving, not given, um, are, you know, as I say, quite mild in comparison to what others of you out there may be going through. <clears throat> um, so, you know, we don't don't want to um, belittle what you're going through by assuming that we can give you the help you need. Exactly. <laughs> Um, we can't, um, yeah, it's just not, we don't know anything. <laughs> like we, we it know, would be irresponsible. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> um, it, you know, may, I, the only, the only tiny thing that I can say is that if you are, you know, struggling with something really awful, just feeling really bad and going to, a doctor or someone professional seems undoable. Yes. Because even I feel that with very mild depression. <laughs> yeah. Um, ju- just reach out to someone that you can talk to, to start with, I would say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Imagine yourself talking about the situation and imagine who that person would be that you'd be talking to. Yeah. And then try and reach out to that person. Yeah, if you can. Um, And that's really the only thing I feel like I'm able to say Mm -hmm. in that situation. And of course, there are just a plethora of mental health issues. Yeah. Which, you know, are even more serious than very bad depression. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, that that kind of thing maybe isn't even helpful for. But um, anyway... (laughs) We, like like I say, we're gracefully bowing out of this one and leaving it to the professionals. Yeah, I'm sorry that we do not have our usual ticks and, ticks and tricks. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any of those either. No. <laughs> um, what can we conclude from everything that we've just said? The first thing to say, um, or it's not the first thing because we've been talking for ages, but... <laughs> Um, it's amazing how um, the discussion surrounding mental health has really exploded in recent years. Oh, yeah. I mean, the fact that we're even discussing our own experiences yeah, um, is only because 
there has been a massive amount of awareness raised about exactly about it. there's no way that we'd be doing this if no one else had done it before us yeah it's um it's definitely lost a lot of its stigma and also because of awareness there's suddenly a whole new language that's built up around it so you're able to talk about it absolutely that's definitely important thing to remember is that when you first um when you first start talking about it is actually there's not the vocabulary to be able to explain the nuances of what you're going through um so it's only over time that we build that kind of language that makes it easier to communicate what we're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, it's it is still a big step to open up about our own mental health. Yes. Um, so there's let's not get away from the fact that that it is still hugely difficult to overcome. Yeah. Um, those feelings of um, unworthiness or just um, shame. You know, or, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Guilt. Whatever. Whatever else is surrounding. Yes, surrounding it, and we, um, well, we hope that our talking to you about what we've experienced can help you um, in some way. Yeah, um, we know it can be even more difficult to seek help. Absolutely, and I mean, personally, we have never gone to see a professional about our mental health issues, um, but... Yeah, speaking about it openly in this episode about what we've personally gone through, uh, we hope it will encourage all of us to know that, firstly, if you are suffering, please, please be brave and speak up. Yes, our mental issues are worthy of being heard. Completely, 100%, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And giving it a voice is just part of how we can all do the good fail lovely i think that's a good point to leave it on so what's our recommendation for this week well it's a bit of a tricky one this week because we normally like to um, include a recommendation which kind of at least partly uh, relates to the theme that we've been discussing sure but you know mental health is so personal for everyone we can't find one thing that's gonna help every single person with mental health issues so we thought what we would do this week is um give everyone a break and just say go and have some fun with these recommendations have a laugh exactly so we thought we would recommend one book one podcast and one film for you all to go and enjoy yeah that we found totally fun and light-hearted life-affirming joyous exactly just instantly makes you feel better yeah exactly uh so our first recommendation is a book mm-hmm. and we are recommending my family and other animals by gerald durrell such a good book it's such a good book some of you may have come across it as itv's uh tv drama Oh, what was it called? The Durrells? Yeah. Starring Uh, Keely Hawes. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, But it was originally a book first, and I can't remember how many times I've read it. It was first given to us when we were about 11 by our mum, and I read it then and found it absolutely hilarious. And 
I've read it several more times since then, and every single time it's been so it's funny. just as funny as the first time. Exactly. And even though I read it when I was a child, I still get as much, if not more, out of it as an adult. So it's not, it's not just a children's book. It's for everyone. And what's it about, just quickly? Uh, it's basically... Um, it's autobiographical. Um, Gerald Durrell writes about his childhood. Um, his mum basically ups and takes her whole family, which is Gerald Durrell and his three other siblings, to Corfu. Um, this is in the 30s. 30s. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's a lot different to how it is now. And it's just basically about life as as a family. Yeah, little anecdotes, isn't it? But yeah. just written in a really humorous way. In such a humorous way. And yeah, I just, I love it. It's so, so much fun. Yeah. Nice one. That's a good recommendation. Yeah. Moving on to? Yeah, we have a podcast for you, which we'd like to recommend if you are feeling really disconnected and isolated mm-hmm. and like what's good about life and people and yeah um and if you want to have a little bit of quiet time just you and a set of headphones or something yeah. this is great for that the podcast is called modern love and is actually based on a newspaper column um I probably should have looked up to remind myself what newspaper is it. I think it's the New Yorker. The New... Okay. Um, Yeah, so actually a magazine column. um, It's called Modern Love, and so it's basically essays written by just everyday people who have experienced some um, narrative surrounding love, and it doesn't have to be romantic love uh some of it is romantic love but it's also um just any form that love takes basically yeah and actually nice link to the book because they're all kind of autobiographical they are it's all true experiences that happen to people and in the podcast version which is what we're recommending they're always read out by um well-known actors um who have chosen the story because it resonated with them as well, which I think is a nice... A nice touch. A nice touch. Yeah. And they quite often ex- explain why they chose it as well. Yeah, that's really afterwards. nice. Um, and it's just really life-affirming in the way that even when the stories maybe are slightly tragic or just emotional in some mm-hmm. way... And ultimately, all the stories are about human connection and um, love somehow conquering other more difficult emotions. Um, So that's why I love it. Yeah, I just, the one that always sticks out to me, that I always think about, um, is one that I heard, which was about a woman who um, talks about her love for her pet tortoise. Right, exactly, so yeah. So it can be really sweet little stories. Yeah, that have take quite an unusual um, view on love that yeah. you wouldn't have necessarily thought. Exactly, especially when you hear modern love, you think it's just going to be about kind of... Yeah, finding the one. Yeah, exactly, romances. 
It's totally not. And like Abra says, just completely life affirming. Yeah. You suddenly like, people are so lovely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and some of them are really funny as well. Like, yeah. There's a lot of humour in it. All it sorts. isn't just like yeah. the tough stuff. Yes, I can totally binge listen to a whole load of those. Yeah, exactly. Finally, our last recommendation for you is a film. Um, I think probably a lot of you have already heard of this one. Yeah, it's not like some niche film. It's quite big and well known, but who cares? It's exactly. so good. It's a crowd pleaser. We did have of everything that we were um, thinking of to um, recommend to you. Films was the hardest one to just narrow down to one. Mm, yeah, of course. Um, There's but, so many. Yeah, we had quite a few kind of quite niche films. Um, so this one won out for being a total crowd pleaser. And that is Kinky Boots. Oh, so much love for that film. <laughs> Actually, another one I think is kind of based on real events. Yeah, which is maybe why we've kind of picked on them. Because actually yeah. one of the reasons they're so life-affirming is because it is about people in tough situations. Um, or not necessarily tough, but, you know, going through experiences mm-hmm. that could be difficult. And yeah. how kind they, of triumph. they triumph and find the, the, light, the light and... yeah. Completely. Anyway, this one is just really lovely. It's got good music in it. Yeah. Good soundtrack. Yeah. And it's just really funny. Yeah, it's very quickly about um, uh, a young man who inherits his father's uh, shoe factory. Mm-hmm. And they make very traditional men's brogue shoes. Mm-hmm. And he inherits it uh, and finds out that he's inherited a lot of debt. Yeah. Along with the shoe. In fact, such huge amounts of debt that, that he's going to have to close the business. Yeah. If he doesn't think of some amazing, brilliant idea to turn it all around. Yeah. Um, and into his life walks um, a character called Lola. Yes. And probably most of you know the story, but we don't want to give it away to yeah. you who yeah. don't. Just go and watch it and see how amazing yeah. and funny it is. Yeah, so let's just quickly recap. Um, our book recommendation for you is My Family and Other Animals yeah. by Gerald Durrell. Our podcast recommendation is Modern Love. Yes. And our film recommendation is Kinky Boots. So go treat yourself, give yourself a break and take, take your some time up. out. Put yeah. your feet up with a cup of tea or whatever. And yeah, yeah, whatever beverage of your choice. Yeah. <laughs> And take it from there. Hopefully you will feel a whole lot better when you come out the other side of it. Yeah. So I hope that doesn't feel like a cop-out. I don't think it is. No. It's just a bit of fun. Exactly. And um, very lastly, what is coming up in our next episode? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, So next week we are going to be talking about how to generate ideas. Right. If you're feeling a bit stuck and like you're in a rut, not going anywhere, mm-hmm. this is the episode for you. Fab, can't wait. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Be good. Have fun. <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to the Good Fail podcast, then you can find us on these other platforms. Abra is on Instagram at Pretty Messy Official. And you can find Merle on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Merle Made Tales.
and online at www.merlemaidtales.com. Together we can be found on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at The Good Fail. And we're also on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash The Good Fail. If The Good Fail speaks to your soul and you feel like you just get it, then why not consider joining our community over on Patreon, where you can get to know us more as creators and help us make more of these podcasts. Plus, find great extra content and possibly even get to listen to each new episode of The Good Fail a whole 48 hours before anyone else. Join us again on The Good Fail and thanks for listening.